so glad you're here for another Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Ryan Dorson, and today we're going to be talking about four basic truths and the 24 success system. So if you're driving, you can always play this back later. You're going to want to take some notes. You're going to want to draw some mental images in your heart and mind. Let's have some fun. So if someone could have a genie appear in your life and said, I would like to share with you the four basic truths that will have a significant impact in your life, your world, for your family, for your loved ones, for your kids, for your grandkids, what would you share? What would you say, not one, not 19, but four basic truths that you have discovered over time are true that you think would make a world of difference in their life? So I have a diagram in front of me. We'll be happy to get you the handout if you just request it by PDF. Let us know. K Dorson at www.investment.com, and we'll send it to you free upon request. In the first concentric circle, so we've got four interlocking circles. We've got the inner circle, like the center of a bullseye, then an outer circle, another circle, another circle, obviously four, because we've got four basic truths. On the innermost circle, I have the word health. Why would we start with health is a basic truth? Because the basic truth is we're all healthy, happy, in some state, it makes a difference how our mind and our body and our spirit function. So the word health comes before the word wealth, not just in the dictionary, but in life. So health is mission critical. Because if you have health, you can then move on. You have a foundation. You can build different things. If you don't have health, that's all you're going to want to focus on is I've got to get back in the game, back in the battle, back in the fight, back in the role. Health. So a basic truth for me is health. As a matter of fact, both of the two most inner circles, the center of the bullseye and the concentric circle after that, are both health-related, not shocking. And then, of course, I've already given you a preview. The next two circles will be wealth and wealth-related, and we'll talk about those. So this is about health and wealth. We're breaking it down into four pieces. So going back to the concentric center circle of health, the number one word I have is the word fuel, F-U-E-L. Because I've got to put the right fuel in my vehicle to get it to run down the road successfully. The right octane level, the right type. This particular case happens to be a diesel. You may be running electric. But whatever you're running, hybrid, you've got to have the proper fuel. You would not ever consider putting the wrong type of fuel in your aircraft, your boat, your tractor, your semi. Fuel is critical. The manufacturer has tested it, done evaluations, recommend certain octanes, certain types, certain filters, certain changing of the fuel filters. Fuel is mission critical. So the question today is you're driving around, jogging around, having a blast, learning and growing as you do in every day as a podcast insights listener, is how is your fuel? So if I went and checked in the aviation world, we put little stickers or what they call placards next to where the fuel goes in the aircraft. And it says, please use this. If you have to, you can go to a higher octane. Don't ever go to a lower octane because then you'll get ignition and you'll get pre-ignition. You'll get problems. Put the right fuel in the aircraft if you expect proper results. So what is your sticker next to your mouth? Because that's where most of our fuel enters our body. How does what does it say? Does it say 100 low lead for aviation? Does it say jet fuel? Does it say unleaded, leaded? Whatever type of fuel you'll need. Does it say Mediterranean style? Does it say keto? Does it say vegetarian or vegan? 
you've got placards and labels next to you. So what is it you're doing for fuel? Now, you say, but I have more flexibility. I'm a human. I can change my diet. I can change my fuel. I can change what I eat. That's the point. So find out what's optimal. Find out what gives you the best performance, what your manufacturer would say about you, because you have preferences. Some of you love a steak and wouldn't survive without a good piece of red meat. Others of you would say, no, thank you. I'd much rather have fish. Some would say, no, if it has a face, I'm not eating it. We all have different opinions. And that's what's cool about 8 billion of us running around on planet Earth. So what is the proper fuel for you? And maybe you're in a weight reduction phase. So you're consuming less calories, less fuel for the time being. Maybe you're done that and you're at optimal weight and your BMI body mass index is fine and your percentage of fat is fine and you've been tuned up and now you just want to maintain. How much fuel do you need? So we're talking about type of fuel, amount of fuel, changing it over time if necessary, optimizing fuel. You're like, I know that. I've read books on this. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, fuel, foods, diet, and eating. But it's a very good basic truth. Foundationally, we want to make sure we get the proper fuel. So let's get that tuned up. Let's get that optimized. Hang out with a dietitian, nutritionist, DO, MD, medical professional. Read a good book. But let's get the fuel optimized because it makes a world of difference. Now, still in that first center circle, we're now going to add something so obvious, I still have to bring it up. It's called water, H2O. It makes all the difference. Agua fria, however you want to say it, water matters. So now there's a big discussion on this. Is it hydrogenated water or is it alkaline water? Is spring water the best? How about regular reverse osmosis? I hear tap water's just fine. What is it I need every human being has things in common, and one of those is definitely water. So I would suggest that if you have inflammation, and if you're listening to this in America, there's a good chance you might have less than optimal water. Test it. Experiment. First of all, stay hydrated. A third of all Americans, that's 100 million out of 330 plus Americans, are not properly hydrated. So please drink more. Now, I didn't say only drink. I didn't say drink water all the time. You know that there's formulas for that. Take your body weight, convert that to ounces, and you should be drinking 80 to 100 ounces a day or whatever it turns out in your particular case, because each of us has a little different airframe, a little different engine, a little different system. But you want to make sure that you're doing water. Alkaline water and hydrogenated water are fairly easy to obtain. You can get a container that goes in your refrigerator that you run through a filter. You can buy drops. You can add your water. You can get a hydrogenator that separates the hydrogen and the oxygen. Try different things. You'll find preferences. It's minerals. It's the taste. So whether you're drinking reverse osmosis water, RO, or hydrogenated water, or alkaline water, or spring water, you need to be drinking your tap water. You need to be drinking your water. Now, plants, you can love on too much and you can overwater them and you can get root rot and they can turn yellow and die. So most people don't have a green thumb. They overwater their plants. It's very rare for a human to overwater themselves. We definitely err on the case of underwatering. So we're drinking sodas or we're drinking teas or we're drinking bubbles or we're drinking carbonation, you know, things that are not ideal. So add more water, make water your favorite 
beverage. The world is covered in water, 70% plus. Your body is 70% plus of water. You need to consume water. Figure it out. Play with it. Have fun. Add a little lemon drop. Add some lime. Add some flavoring. Just make sure you're hydrated. Because if we can get the proper fuel in your system, that's half the battle. We can get you hydrated. That's another basic truth. And the third and last one we'll add for the center of the bullseye, the core, is move. Move your muscles. So we cannot be sedentary. Sitting around on a couch, a.k.a. couch potato, is not a good thing. So you want to spend some time, make sure you're moving. As we age, we know we can lose muscle mass over time. I believe it's approximately 1% a year when you're over 40, and that never goes away. You do not want to lose the ability to stretch, to move, to have joint health, to have muscles and muscle mass. I'm not saying we all want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not saying we all want to bulk up. It's up to you individually as a male, female, age, attention. But you have muscles for a reason. You do not want to be a skeleton. You do not want to be overweight. You want to be ideal, optimized. That's why we're trying to get the right fuel into the system, get the right water into the system. And of course, a basic truth is to move your muscles. So some of you have apps that you can do where you use your own body weight. Some of you can use rowing machines. You can use kettlebells. You can get on a bike. You can jump in a pool. You can run. You can walk your dogs. There's so many things you can do to move. Keep moving and make sure that you use your muscles in part of that process. So should you use high-intensity training? Should you use aerobic? Should you anaerobic? It really depends on what you're comfortable with. You'll change. You'll try different things over time. I always like to be training for something. So I've done marathons. I've done half marathons. I'm getting ready to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. There's always things that see yourself as an athlete. Because if you see yourself as a performer, you see yourself in a different vision, mental image, You will eat the right fuel. You'll drink the right water. You'll start moving more. You'll start getting your 10,000 steps a day. You'll build some muscle mass. So don't see yourself as a couch potato. Or if you do, it's time to turn that around. So four basic truths. Number one, health, food, water, move, move your muscles. So I would say fuel, water, move your muscles. Those three are the core. We then said there's an outer circle. So that was the core bullseye. We're moving out a ring. Sleep meditation, and prayer. Again, I hate to use these statistics, but they seem to get my attention and hopefully they'll help with you as well. A third of all Americans, so that's again, another 100 million of us, are not getting proper sleep. So I have some very good news for you. You were designed to sleep. It restores things. Your brain works better. You file things. You can retrieve things. Your cells regenerate. The mitochondria in each cell loves it when you give them a break. The conscious, the subconscious, it was all designed beautifully, you're masterfully and wonderfully made. You need to sleep. Now, you say, but I'm trying to sleep, but the dogs are barking. I'm trying to sleep, but the baby's going off. I'm trying to sleep with the neighbors, the sirens, the airport traffic, whatever it is. No excuses. You need to get three and a half to four hours uninterrupted to go through a complete sleep cycle. You know, with REM, where you go through rapid eye movement and where you go through the data sleep patterns You need to really get sleep, a priority. Now, if you don't get eight, nine, ten hours a day, depending if you're a teenager, if you're a young adult, if you're a senior, wherever you find yourself on the spectrum and timing of life, you need to get three and a half to four hours. 
If you don't, it's time to make the changes to get that happening. Maybe it's a different mattress. Maybe it's a different heat, uh, cooler temperature. Maybe you need a different pillow. Maybe you need to rotate something. The bottom line is sleep is mission critical. If you can get three and a half to four hours once a night, you'll function. You'll be okay. You won't be optimal. It won't be ideal, but you'll be doing okay. If you can do that back to back and you don't get interrupted and you can get three and a half to four hours twice a night, that would be much, much better. Think of it like your cell phone, your smartphone, that you have two batteries inside. Three and a half will get you one charge, probably won't get you through the whole day, but you'll get through most of the day. And if you can charge up the full phone all day long, you'll probably be great. You have to take care of yourself. So we're going to put the right fuel in the system, the right water in the system, keep the muscle strength there, the stretching and the flexibility moving. And now we're going to get some sleep. Sounds good just hearing it every once in a while. We've also added meditation. Meditation is when you get to chance to think. And whether you breathe down three, a thousand, two, wait a thousand, one, a thousand, zero, wait a thousand. So whether you count backwards, whether you count up, whether you see R-E-L-A-X, L-E-T-G-O, whether you hear a word, um, um, whatever works for you, there are many, many successful ways to meditate. Are your palms up? Are you sitting down? Are you laying down? Are you filling up your body with oxygen and then breathing out? Are you pretending you're almost inflatable and then you have little air relief valves at the end of your toes and you relax and let your legs and then your arms and then your body and then your head and neck deflate and then you mentally bring in fresh oxygen and reinflate? Play some mental games. Meditate. Meditation. There's an art, a science, books, monks, gurus, a lot of ways to learn to meditate. The thing I will tell you is most people try too much, too soon, too fast, never learn the fine art of meditation. Try it for 30 seconds. Try it for a minute. Try it for two minutes. Don't try 20. Don't try 30. Don't try an hour. And when your brain goes, you're not going to stop your brain from what it's thinking. Go ahead and think. Enjoy the process. But let the thought come through. It's going to come through. You're going to watch it. You can wrap it up. You can put it, gift wrapped it. You can be aware of the thought. It'll move on through. You're not going to stop thoughts when you meditate. What you're going to do is get back to, I'm focusing on the tree of life. I'm focusing on the image. I have my eyes open and I can see something 15 feet ahead of me that I'm concentrating on the flower, the bee in the flower, or my eyes are closed gently. However you want to do it, the fine art of meditation is worth locking in and learning. I would say 80 to 90% of the successful people that I work, coach, hang out with all the time are very good at the fine art of meditation. So I would say 80% plus meditate. I would say they do that on a daily basis and it has become a habit of excellence. So if you have not mastered the fine art of meditation, it's one of the four basic truths that I would encourage you to put on your list. It's an insight. And then related and unrelated is the word prayer. Prayer is when you get the chance to focus and think and realign and pull memories and create memories and have conversations with the higher power, your creator, your God, your Yahweh, your Allah, whatever, whoever you see things. I'm a big fan of prayer because I think it's truly a win-win 
not only for your creator appreciating the communication process that I think he designed for us, but also you enjoying the process of getting organized, getting your thoughts together. I think it's a win-win. Helps all of us. So the second ring is definitely under health. Sleep, proper sleep, meditation, consistent, and prayer not just on Easter, not just on Christmas, not when there's a crisis in your life, but all the time, the power of prayer. So health, fuel, water, move, move your muscles, sleep, meditation, prayer. We're now going out to the third of the four basic truths, the outer ring, not the outermost ring, but close to it, wealth. So we've changed the word health to wealth. Have you ever wondered why the word health and wealth are so similar, they sound the same, they're definitely related. One without the other is kind of worthless. If you had all the health in the world and no wealth, your decision-making ability, your ability to make things happen without any funds at all is going to be rather limited. However, if you have all the wealth in the world and no health, you're going to pay every last dime of your wealth to go back and get your health again. So we definitely have a yin and yang balance concept going on. So the first thought under wealth for the four basic truths is income streams. Income streams are exactly what they sound like. Streams remind you of water and movement and hopefully fresh and flowing and coming your way and abundant and good for you. Streams of income. Income can come in from royalties, licensing, services, products. Basically, they all come from you solving a problem. So someone asked me the other day, how would you describe like 7,000 years of history? How would you describe the next 7,000 years of history coming? How would you describe today? I would say the past, the present, and the future all have in common opportunities mixed with disasters. In other words, if I go back and scan history, I'm fairly confident, including the future, that opportunity will always be abundant and present and accounted for and unlockable and available opportunity has always and will always be there. However, there are disasters, there are problems, there are troubles, there are stresses, worries. That's the other thing that always comes around. So I think world history can be summarized with opportunity meets disaster over time, and obviously it cycles. So sometimes things are doing awesome, sometimes things are doing terrible. You just have to adjust. Things cycle. Bull markets, bear markets, things go up, things go down. That's just the nature. That's a basic truth. Income streams you can create that will do really, really well in both environments. So you can create perpetual, ongoing, renewable, recurring income streams for life that will take some pressure off. That's a whole nother insights podcast coming up. Look forward to that. But income streams is a basic truth. You need to get secure. You need to enjoy financial freedom financial independence, retirement, whatever set of words work for you, and have multiple income streams. The next word under wealth, after we have income stream and then income streams plural going, is the word exit. Now, this little four-letter word, E-X-I-T, is probably the most powerful word that I've ever discovered. So it's an insight today under the Four Basic Truths podcast. Exit means exiting your business. We're all going to exit our life someday because it's a cycle of life. We all know about Simba and the Lion King and things go around, come around. But I'm talking about exit your business. I'm talking about growing something that's got so much value 
that some amazing customer someday is going to want to buy from you and you may or may not have even met your most important customer. So your most important customer will write you a big check or a series of installment payments probably for tax advantages when you exit. And by the way, how many times can you exit? More than once. If you have one business, exit once. Three businesses, exit three times. Your spouse, you can exit multiple times. So how many income streams can you have? How many times can you successfully exit? That's up to you. The next concept after income streams and exiting under basic truths of wealth is compounding. Most of you have heard this before, but I want to reinforce it. Albert Einstein, a smart Jewish genius, said the eighth wonder of the world. So look up Albert Einstein, eighth wonder of the world, and you will see it will come back with compound interest. He says it's either working for you or it's working against you. Compounding in our great nation is working against us. I'm not going to give you the current debt levels because we can all Google that and look it up real time. It's sad. The last time I checked, it used to be about 48,000 a person. I think it's over 114,000 a person or more than that per every red, white, and blue citizen. Congress is running up our debt and borrowing from our future, borrowing from our opportunities and disasters in the future and running up debt. You want compounding working for you. So if you said, I want to know a basic truth about wealth, number one, Debt is not your friend. I know everybody says buy real estate and debt's great and run up a lot of debt. Au contraire. I'm not going to sign on, sign off on that. So get compounding working for you as asset creation, as income stream builders, as steady. Get that exponential curve going, not the linear curve. So I'm not talking about the flat one that goes slowly, 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 very horizontally. I'm talking about that exponential curve that just takes off like a rocket, literally, you want to get that working for you. And the fourth basic truth today, again, comprehensive planning and opportunity capture. When I say comprehensive planning, you might say, okay, you're a financial planner. I get it. But what do you mean by comprehensive? I mean, in order, there's investment planning portion. Do we have the right investments? Do they work together? How's the risk? How's the reward? Do they interlock? How does my spouse's investments interlock with mine? Who's doing what? What's the vacation fund look like? How about the retirement fund? How about the kid's college? How about buying a house? Most of us listening to this are going to want to make sure we have a nice retirement nest egg, that income for life. We're going to want to make sure we have a house, a roof over our head, a use asset, we use it, enjoy it. It may or may not be a profitable investment, but it's going to keep us out of the elements. So that's a win-win. And in college, investing in ourselves and in our kids and grandkids. And then there's other things that go obviously above those three. But retirements, homes, and colleges seem to be the big three that you can start with. Comprehensive planning obviously covers the investment planning world. Are you picking up the free money? Are you getting tax deferred? Are you growing it after tax? All of those issues that relate to the pluses and minuses, pros and cons, advantages and disadvantages of investments. Then we move over to tax planning because once you've done well on investment planning, Uncle Sam, Uncle Joe, Uncle Caesar want to enjoy part of the fruits of your labor. So you always have a partner. Unless you've moved everything into a zero tax bracket, which is another discussion for another Insights podcast down the road, how to get everything in a tax-free situation, there's the tax planning. So investment planning, tax planning. Then we move over to estate planning. We're all alive. We've talked about the cycle of life. We're all going to die someday. Sorry for the newsflash. But 
Estate planning means there's legal eagles, there's attorneys involved, there's documents. You've heard of durable powers of attorney, wills, trusts, certificates of trust, et cetera, et cetera. We got to make sure our house is in order. We get our ducks in a row. We're good. And last but not least is risk management. Because if you do it really well on investments, yay, I've got investments. They're working. I've got taxes dialed in about right. I'm playing the game and playing it well. Yay, that's great. Got the estate. My ducks are in order so I can jump on a plane and fly where I need to and know that I have a parachute pack, so to speak, literally, if not figuratively. The last but not least is risk, making sure we have things like long-term care coverage, make sure we have umbrella policies, that we've transferred the risk, we've looked at the insurances, we've looked at what risk we're going to retain, which ones we're going to move, the law of large numbers, making sure we don't take all the risk. So comprehensive planning, get it done, get it evaluated, get it updated, analyzed, get it reviewed. The estate planning, I suggest every three years, because if you notice how fast the years go by, get that done. And then last but not least, after a comprehensive plan is created and being monitored and being advised and reviewed and updated, and we can help you with that as well, it's opportunity capture. As we mentioned, there's disasters and there's opportunity. If you want to have success, one of the four basic truths is capture the opportunities. Do not tell the market what to do, the stock market. Do not tell your in-laws what to do. Do not tell anybody what to do unless they ask. Advice needs to be sought, and it's been available. Money needs to be sought. It's available. Everything you could possibly need is available, but you have to decide it's time. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to get off the linear line and get to the exponential line. So in review, four basic truths. Health, fuel, water, move, your muscles. Second basic truth, sleep, meditation, prayer, a super triad that will get you and keep you where you need to go after you've got the fuel, the water, and the muscles. Wealth, income streams, multiple income streams, multiple exits, multiple compounding. And fourth and final basic truth, comprehensive planning and opportunity capture. We will go into much more details on these as we go, but today I wanted to give you a quick introduction to the four basic truths Hope that was insightful. Enjoy this and every day. See you next time. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. No information included is intended to substitute specific individualized advice in any life matter, including tax, estate, legal, financial, medical, or otherwise. We recommend that you discuss your specific situation with your team of qualified professionals. No information voiced here should be taken as a guarantee or promise of future financial performance. Financial information discussed in this podcast should not be used for decision-making purposes as it may not apply to your specific situation. No investment is suitable for all investors and all investments carry risk. Please consult with your financial advisor before making financial decisions. The speakers in this podcast are not compensated. You are not obligated to use the services of any of the entities referenced and may choose any qualified professional to provide professional services. Securities and advisor services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, 
SIPC. Financial planning offered through Wise World Investment Planning, a registered investment advisor, and a separate entity from LPL Financial.